the business savvy singer. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need, and Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Hey there, and welcome to the third season of the Business Savvy Singer podcast. We're so glad that you're here. This season of the podcast features weekly interviews with professional singers of all genres and backgrounds, in addition to featuring experts who provide support services for singers. Join us each week for great information to move your career forward. Keep in touch with us via social media. We want to hear from you. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I'm very, very excited today. I have a lovely lady with me, uh, and I've gotten to know her through the National Association of Teachers of Singing, the Chicago chapter. And she is just delightful. She works so hard on behalf of that organization. And, uh, and I'd like you all to get to know her. Her name is Susan Dennis. She is a soprano soloist with the New Millennium Orchestra, with the Symphonic Pops Orchestra of Chicago, with the Navy Pier Pops Orchestra, among other wonderful organizations. Her musical roles, her operatic roles, include Despina in Mozart's Cosi Fan Tutte, Lauretta in Puccini's Gianneschiki, Adele in Strauss's Die Fledermaus, and many others. Those are three of my favorites, um, so thought I would introduce those. Um, Susan is on the faculty at Elmhurst University and at Harper College. So we are going to welcome Susan to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. Welcome, Susan. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Great. I'm so glad you're here. You have such an interesting history. Um, Tell us how you got started as a singer. When did it begin for you? Well, sometimes I'm asked, what was my, how old was I when I had my first solo? And I was five years old wow. singing in church, <laughs> um, of course, at Christmas, um, uh, you know, a little hymn. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how well I did because I was five, <laughs> but I was excited. And anytime I was asked to sing, you didn't have to ask me twice. Oh, that's great. So music had always been a part of my life. I played the piano, I played violin in middle school, and singing was just always part of my life. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So as you grew up, did you do a lot of roles and that kind of thing in school or in high school, or did you take lessons? I mean, how how did you get to be so wonderful? Oh, well, 
I was fortunate enough in my high school to have private lesson teachers that oh, came in. Wow. So I was very fortunate mm-hmm. back a long time ago. <laughs> and I um, had a little job and I paid for them myself. Wow. Um, and they were out of the high school. And that was really just opened my eyes to so much more vocal repertoire yeah. that I had never heard of. Yeah. You know, Italian art songs. Um, I was very active in our Lutheran church. So I was singing Bach cantatas auf Deutsch, truly, as a high school student, because that was the church I was raised in. And so, you know, we don't realize what we have until we go out in the world and you share that and they look at you like you're crazy. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. You don't realize the opportunities you have or sometimes, unfortunately, the lack of opportunities. Yes, yes. Um. So, um, yeah, I, when I went to college, I auditioned, oh my goodness, you know, University of Illinois, Indiana University, Northern, Southern, Eastern, Western, Millican, ISU, I did everything. (laughs) That's great. That's great. And I ended up getting a merit scholarship at Eastern Illinois University. Wow. That's fabulous. It was wonderful. And that's where I went for four years. Wow. It was a wonderful program. Um, We had madrigal singers. We had large concert choirs. We did major works. Um, We did musicals. I participated in all of that. Wow. Uh, We did Johnny Skeeky my senior year, and we imported the tenor from University of Illinois because it was only 45 minutes away. (laughs) And I got to sing a little red top. Yes. And that was just so wonderful. So, you know... As we go along in our journey and have more and more experiences, I just really got the bug. I was like, oh, this is awesome. That's wonderful. Was- That's wonderful. And I, I would like to, to go back to something you said earlier that you were singing Auf Deutsch. For those of our listeners who don't know what that means, that means oh. in German. In high school, she was singing in German. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Many people in the church that I attended spoke German. Yes. So, you know, second languages in this country, many people speak second languages. Absolutely. But I'm finding, as I'm teaching at collegiate level, you know, Spanish, obviously, it is Mm -hmm. the second language in our country. Mm -hmm. I am so old that in elementary school, we were taught French. Yeah. Because they still told us French, which, of course, it is not. I mean... (laughs) People speak French in France and, you know, Canadian, yeah, But a lot French, of other Canadian. places, a lot of other places speak French as well. Yeah, they yeah. do, but not like Spanish. Come on. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's just our, our geographic uh, location that we're exposed to so much Spanish because there's a lot of French going on in the Caribbean and Africa and a lot of, you know, in Switzerland you know, so French, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, right. Wonderful. And I can use the little French I have. <laughs> That's funny. So when did you decide you wanted this as a profession? Well, so I'm in my undergrad and I was a music education major, which I loved. I'm really glad I took all those classes. Mm-hmm. And then Having the opportunities I did, my teacher said, you know, you should do vocal performance. You really have the ability, and now you understand what's required. Mm -hmm. So what is required to be a a vocal performance person? 
Well, depends on the genre you're going to sing, mm-hmm. but um, you pretty much you start with the languages because classical music is many languages. Yeah. So I think having the ability to to sing in them and speak some of them wasn't so it wasn't difficult for me to mm-hmm. learn something in foreign language. I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a le- little easier to memorize because <laughs> you know, j'aime tes yeux. The French is so <laughs> gorgeous yes. and different mm-hmm. that you know. I just I was goofy and I was like, oh, that's fun. So I yeah. to this day I don't forget it. Right. <laughs> um. So you know, it's an evolution. I didn't know I was going to do that when I went mm-hmm. into college. Mm-hmm. I certainly didn't know I was going to do that in high school. I just enjoyed participating in the musicals mm-hmm. and um, being able to afforded the opportunity to actually do private lessons mm-hmm. and learn some solo repertoire toire, and languages that I had never sung in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an evolution, I think, and the requirements are I really think the ability to learn music relatively quickly, yeah, language skills, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, you know the ability. You know, once it's time for the show, you've got to get up and do it. That's right. You know, that's and right. You are where you are, and away we go. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I think um, some of the things that served you well, and and those very same things have served me well, is studying piano, studying violin. Because you really get a sense of music, you know, and chord progression and just a lot of things that someone coming to music only through a vocal perspective may not quite get quite as readily. So when you're talking about being able to learn music quickly, I think that is those things are instrumental (laughs) in, uh, (laughs) in helping you to do that. Absolutely. I, I really encourage my vocal students to continue if they're not taking piano lessons once they go through the the class piano whatever the requirements for the class piano yeah. to go ahead and take continue to take piano mm-hmm. lessons yeah so you can play your part and right. then chorally you have to play bass tenor alto and soprano right um you don't always have a piano accompanist there right and you know the more skills you have yeah the easier your life is That's to share right. music. And, yeah. and you know, it's a process. Was yeah. I a great accompanist in high school? No. I mean, I had to sit down and practice. And the <laughs> choir teacher was like, oh, you can play the piano here. And I was like, oh, <laughs> right? right? So I had to go home and like yeah. look at that because yeah. that style was very unfamiliar to me. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, it's 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 interesting. You know, the the more exposure and immersion you have in music, the better off you're going to be, no matter what your instrument is. So so that's wonderful. So tell us about your teaching. Now I know that you teach in the classical repertoire. You teach Broadway, and Broadway these days means a lot of things. Oh yes, it does. So there's many styles in Broadway, right? So you have like a rock style Mm -hmm. or you have a country Western style or you have um, more of a gospel style. I mean, you have, I think you really have all the genres. Absolutely. And then they're put, whatever the story of the musical is, they incorporate that genre of music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, oh my goodness, you know, like just Zoom and um, YouTube. Yeah. I mean, 
I think has really helped our industry mm-hmm. for people that maybe you know, have never been to a professional Broadway show, Yeah, see some of this and hear it and fall in love with it. You're and right. Yeah, because they think Broadway is one thing, but then when they go, they see that it's kind of everything. It's kind of everything. Oh, yeah. You know, there's the classical style and the operetta style and the, the R&B and the, the blues oh, yeah. and the country and just everything. It's really, it, it's grown into quite... Um, just a, a broad array of American musical styles. You see everything. Absolutely. Yeah, it's wonderful. So well so said. How do you um, how do you find that you work with your students? Do are, do you do you have students that are interested in a particular style that you work with them in that style, or are you working with all of your students in a variety of the styles? It depends on the student. Mm -hmm. Some Mm -hmm. students have not had the opportunity to be exposed to, they've been exposed to a very small genre of music. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think my job as a college professor is to open up their minds Mm -hmm. and give them as much variety as I can. It's wonderful. And to really challenge them, not, too much where they feel that they can't, you know, succeed in that style or even sing it, but, you know, kind of push them and say, Oh, let's try this. Mm -hmm. Have you ever tried this? Have Mm -hmm. you tried this? Um, first week of classes and everybody in lessons, I say, okay, this is the requirement for you where you are in your level. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a list of songs or art songs or musical theater or opera, whatever applies to them. And I want you to go listen to it Mm -hmm. and you get to choose. You're the one singing it. You get to choose. And that has worked really well. They come back and they're excited about a song. Mm -hmm. They have the ability to choose because I certainly can, you know, assign them. Yeah. But there's just, you know, millions of songs. Me, my goodness. They're like, well, can't you just give me a song? Of course. I mean, like, what genre do you want to be in? You know, it's like they're, I'm like, wow, you know. So musical theater, um, so the CCNATS, the Mm -hmm. Chicago chapter of the National Association of Students Singing, we have these auditions, which I think is so incredible for the students that want to do that. What a wonderful opportunity. Oh, absolutely. I I love them and I submit students every year. I think they're just wonderful. And what a great opportunity for the students to have uh, an opportunity to audition. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I I encourage the students to do that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, it's it's their choice. Mm -hmm. It's not required. I'm in collegiate America, so, you know, it's all requirements. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, I'm like, you know, this is, to benefit you in ways you're not even aware of. Yeah, absolutely. And you will be in a camaraderie with other singers and just hearing other music and preparing songs for a goal of performing them. Right. And learning about yourself in that situation. You know, how do I react? How do I respond? What You know, just all of the things, really getting to know yourself, because that's such an important thing as you're nervous and you know it's a different experience than other kinds of things absolutely um i just went to the the winter nat seminar yes. in miami yeah. at the florida in 
Florida International University, which is a huge <laughs> campus. Oh my goodness. I was like, wow. <laughs> and they had, um, they had many presenters, but, um, Dr. John Skidmore yes. has a book about conquer anxiety. Mm-hmm. He has, you know, he's obviously a doctorate in uh, psychiatry, but he was also, he's also a musician. He mm-hmm. sang and played the trumpet. So he really brings a different aspect, which for us musicians is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And we did role playing and, um, he has wonderful tools and terminology that we really, all of us, you know, middle-aged voice teachers <laughs> were nodding saying, oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. We were, you know, our generation was, well, why are you nervous? You need right. to practice more. Right. And right. that's just silly. It's just you know, not it's productive. Yeah. yeah. Not at not all. Helpful. So yeah. I was thrilled. I'm, I'm excited to go back and use some of his breathing techniques and change my terminology with students to help them because yes. everybody has anxiety. Uh, of course. The students sometimes they don't even realize till they get up and sing. Yeah. Yep. That they have anxiety. You know, they get up and sing the student and go, yeah. Oh my goodness. My knees were shaking the whole time or <laughs> right. Right. I completely forgot the words. Right. I right. said, well, unfortunately, <laughs> this, you know, adrenaline anxiety thing gets in there and I don't know, the words are gone. Yeah. So this, this it happens. happens. Absolutely. This it does. Is... Yeah. So it's helpful when we are able to be helpful to the students and say, I've experienced that too. This, you're not the only one that exactly. has these feelings. And, and these are some methods to work through those feelings. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So do you have any big things coming on, uh, coming up at your colleges or with particular students other than the Nats auditions? No, it's, uh, it last semester was tricky. We're kind of coming out of the COVID, which was very difficult for all of us, but I think primarily as artists, it was very difficult, especially up North where we had to wear singers masks and this has been difficult for us, and yeah. I think we're slowly coming out of it. Um, I'm very excited about the Nats auditions, mm-hmm. I think, and getting them prepared for that. Yes. And, and keeping the students um, excited about classes yeah. and not, you know, working through this, them feeling so overwhelmed, yeah. you know, and yeah. working through their you know, I'm just trying to be very encouraging. You yeah. can do this and um, life is a journey and a process. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have anything coming personally. No, which is so unusual for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of nice. I'm like, yeah. I'm just like hey, what do you have coming up? I'm like, nothing. Not a thing. That's great. <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so speaking of the pandemic, how did you personally manage that time? Um, you probably were not doing a lot of teaching during that time, or were you? Perhaps you were uh, teaching a lot on Zoom. I know that the universities were closed down. I mean, er- you know, everything was just, it just stopped, like, <laughs> just stopped. Yeah. Yes. It's very odd. Yeah. Um, I had quite a bit of singing, professional singing lined up that yeah. I, I, I didn't quite wrap my brain around. Yeah. What you just said. Yeah. That everything stopped and we're yeah. not doing this and yeah. it isn't even being rescheduled. Right. 
Right. I that think that's true for everyone. Extremely difficult. Yeah, I think that was true for all performers. You know, people were just they didn't know what who would ever have thought that things would just be shut down like that and what that would mean for us as performers. You know, we are in a in a live performing a performance setting and all of a sudden there's nothing. You know, people they shut really shut Broadway struggle. down. Yes. I never thought in my entire never. life. Yep. Never. And people were just, you know, so sad and scared and, and uncertain about what to do and will we ever go back to work on Broadway. People, you know, it was just really, it was a horrible time. It really was. Yeah. Well, um, no, I, I really stuck to my guns and had all my students do Zoom. That's great. Now, we, we know the limitations of that. Yeah. Um, and my husband was like, are you teaching all day and night? Yeah. And I said, well, I have to accommodate my students yeah. that are now home. Right. right. And their parents and siblings are working from home. Yeah. So for them to sing and have a voice lesson, yeah. they, you know, it'd be, you know, at night or I can do it at 10 a.m. or I can yeah. do it at 9 p.m. Yeah. So it was kind of crazy. I think it kept my sanity, though, to yeah. be able to work with people and see See people. other people. You know, one of the things that I remember is when someone's face would come up on Zoom, I would just get this feeling of overwhelm and glee and just like, oh, my gosh, I'm, you know, and I'm married. I mean, my, my husband was always with me, but to see other people was just so exciting, you know, it was a lonely Absolutely. time. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah. for a person that gets up every morning and goes out and leaves the house, yeah. you could yeah. not do that. You was, could not do that. Yeah. It was very difficult. Yeah. I A lot of people struggled with depression. Yeah. I can relate to that completely. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, other people... Oh, this has given me time to, you know, go online and build my web and all these wonderful, <laughs> awesome things everybody was doing. And I'm like, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, teaching. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, that's awesome that you're doing that. Are you doing that? No. <laughs> did so you develop just, everybody? Any, did, were you able to develop any new skills? Do you feel like you, other than knowing how to work on Zoom, but did you feel that you developed any new things? Was was there a window of opportunity for you there? There probably should have been, Greta, but, hmm. You know, I played the piano more. Yeah. I had more time in between students to just kind of work on my piano skills yes. and pull out some repertoire That's that I haven't done in a while. Actually, I think I did. I pulled out some music and learned personally some new music yeah. just to keep myself fresh. But, you know, right, doing a new website or all these wonderful <laughs> things I heard all these people were doing, I did not do that. Yeah. So, yeah. and people were, you know, singing, you know, presenting and posting things online that they were working on. And yeah. I just didn't feel a huge desire to do that yeah. I'm sorry yeah. I don't know why yeah. I, it was very odd for me that was a very strange time yeah yeah well you know I think people did what they felt that they needed to do to to maintain their sanity and and to feel fulfilled you know and for you you just didn't need to do all of those things you know I think people just were scrambling to do whatever made them feel good in in the moment in that time yeah agreed yeah yeah very very interesting so you've, you've got your, the rest of your second semester coming up, and you're also at Harper College. 
Correct. Yes. And so how, how much time are you teaching there? Well, that's based on student load. Okay. Um, so I'm usually four days a week at Elmhurst mm-hmm. and like a day and a half at Harper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, this spring semester, I have quite a few students. So oh, I'm great. actually going to be there a little longer, mm-hmm. which is nice. That's great. Um, we Big transition at Harper. Our two full-time faculty members um, retired both at the same time. Oh, wow. Which was extremely difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just getting the students back yeah. to participate yeah. has been a struggle. Yeah. But we're getting there. Yeah. I think students, oh, sure. they're, they're ready and they want to yeah. come. So maybe that's, you know, why that I have a larger student load this semester. Yeah. So um, well, it's a good yes. problem to have. That's a good yes. problem to have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's so I'm, wonderful. you know, so the, the CC Nats auditions, very excited about that. And yeah. I'm this week, I'm going to send them out all the requirements based on their their age mm-hmm. and level. Mm-hmm. And we've been working in the fall semester. Where, you know, I obviously talked about that and we were working on that as well. Yeah. But it's, you know, right around the corner right. that they have to get these videos out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the positive thing, I think, from the pandemic and having to be online like this forced mm-hmm. me to do this. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the silver lining. Yes. That we can have meetings online. If I have a student that's out of the country, right. I in fact did this past week, had some mm-hmm. Zoom meetings with students mm-hmm. and we can talk about repertoire, pull some things up on YouTube right. and they can sing a little bit. So they right. still are engaged. That's right. Which is really important. So that's the benefit yeah. of Zoom. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, for me, there have been so many benefits because I, I do teach my students on Zoom, and uh, and I conduct my interviews for the podcast on Zoom because I'm in Florida right now, you know. So it's Excellent. really yeah. So it's really worked out to be a, you know, to be a very good thing for me. And I'm so happy that I had an opportunity to develop the skills to be able to send a link, as an example, <laughs> and do all yeah. of these things. Yeah, because uh, you know, it just gives me. I have students in Massachusetts and Maryland and Illinois. Florida, Georgia, California, Connecticut. So, you know, I'm really, if, if I were not doing this on Zoom, I would not have these opportunities to have these students. <laughs> so, so that's a good thing. Yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's very good. Well, Susan, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about what you've got coming up or what you've done in the past or just anything you'd like to tell us? What, what advice would you give to people coming along maybe wanting to have a career as a professional singer? Your skills are essential. Mm-hmm. Building your personal skills is essential. This is a journey and a path. The time you spend learning music is never in vain. Mm-hmm. Um, last semester, I sang at College of DuPage. They asked one of the faculty members from Elmhurst to come sing at College of DuPage for their, they have a Friday um, noon little um class that they do. Mm -hmm. And I asked them what they wanted me to sing, what genre. And they said, can you do more like classical? And I'm like, no problem. So I said, I'm going to do a French art song, German, Italian, English. Mm -hmm. And from all the years of singing and working with all these students, I mean, I had to sit down and like decide what I would, there's so much music. Oh yes. But because I have learned so much music, it was, I just, 
bing, 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 bing. That's great. That's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then singing it to get it back in your voice Mm -hmm. um, for a presentation. So it came very quickly from all the years of working on with the piano and singing and being in choirs and um, performances and auditions, all of that is, you know, you just have to participate in That's as right. much as you can. That's right. Even if auditioning, nobody likes to audition, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, do it because yeah. you're going to learn about yourself. That's right. That's right. And do you always get the part? No. Yeah. In fact, most of the time, you that don't. sounds horrible, <laughs> yeah. but most of the time I tell them, you're probably not going to get the yeah, role or the part because, right. right. you know, there's a lot of circumstances involved, but what did you learn? Yes, absolutely. Valuable. Absolutely. Very valuable. Very valuable. Well, Susan, thank you so much for being with us today. What a pleasure it is to have an opportunity to talk with you one-on-one. We see each other at the meetings all the time, but but I've not Mm -hmm. ever really had a chance to just chat with you and get to know you. So thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Absolutely. Take care, and I will see you at the Nats auditions. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye. Singers, have you ever wanted to improve your sight reading skills? Do you want to hear harmonies better and sing them more easily? Would you like to be able to improvise and sing more styles of music? Donovan Mixon's performance ear training can help you with all of these things. Donovan has been a faculty member at Berkeley College of Music and is an expert in this field. Doesn't matter where you live, classes are offered online. Visit DonMixon.com. Check out our show notes for more info. Good news. We're partnering. The Business Savvy Singer podcast is delighted to be included in the NatsCast network. NatsCast is the official podcast network of the National Association of Teachers of Singing. It's an honor to be part of this community and have the opportunity to provide encouragement, education, and entertainment to singers everywhere. The Business Savvy Singer Podcast is brought to you by the PrivateMusicStudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer.